On today's show, I'm trying something different. I'm bringing in three fans from Mavs Twitter to talk about their expectations for the season and how they've changed so far this year. How have the Mavericks changed expectations for fans? Where are the fans right now? How are they feeling? And how do they feel about the organization, the Mavericks themselves, Mark Cuban, Jason Kidd, and others actually addressing Mavs Twitter as a thing? We'll talk about that and break it all down on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Lentich, and this is Lockdown Mavericks I don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media manager, media member, and NBA channel manager. Very specific title there. NBA channel manager. Not manager of the whole thing. A couple of people tweeted at me and said, manager of the whole network? No, just NBA channel. Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every single day. Remember, Lockdown Mavs is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. You can go watch us right now at Lockdown Mavs. We're getting to 9,000. We're going over 9,000 in our subs. Also, uh... Thank you so much for listening to the pod. Isaac is off today. He will be on for the weekend shows. Um, We're getting into it. We're going to talk to a couple fans today to talk about and address what they feel about this team right now. The Dallas Mavericks are playing the Brooklyn Nets tonight. If you're listening and watching to this on a Tuesday, they'll be facing off against them. Kevin Durant and James Harden are set to play. Kyrie Irving obviously is still out. Joe Harris is out for the Nets as well. Luka and KP practiced both on Monday. They are both in doubt, I guess sort of doubt. Luka is listed at this point as questionable. KP listed as probable. I'm assuming that they both didn't play in that last Memphis game because they're trying to get them ready for this game. This Brooklyn game coming up is a TNT game. It's a big one, and the Dallas Mavericks are going to want them to be ready for this one where they're going to be on the national stage and all that. Tim Hardaway Jr. also listed as questionable. Willie Colley-Stein is still out. So I'm assuming everybody plays. It's going to be a healthy game for the Mavericks, and this will be a big test, massive test for the Mavs. The Mavs are 6-5 and five at home. They're obviously in this skid where they've lost seven of their last nine. And the Nets are 8-2 and two on the road at this point. And obviously the Nets are just a very good team. So that's what's coming up on the, on the docket for the Dallas Mavericks. Isaac and I will have a breakdown right after that game. So you'll be able to, to get that here. Uh, but let's talk to our first fan. Let's bring in Smurf to talk about his expectation for the Mavs and the one player that he's just done with. He's done with this player, and it may not be the player that you expect. So let's go in and talk about talk to him. All right, bringing in my first guest fan, fan of the show, fan of the Mavericks for a long time, Smurf. Smurf, how are you feeling about the Mavs right this minute? Uh, I'm feeling pretty average, Nick. How are you feeling? <laughs> average. Not not too low, not too high, just average, just like where the Mavs are yeah. right now, it feels yeah, like. Yeah, you know, right in the middle of the pack. Right, exactly. What do you? Th- what were your expectations going into the season, and how have the Mavs not hit those expectations, or or have they? Um, you know, I think I expected uh, a lot. I think I was in. I was one of those people that definitely thought like because COVID won't be as big of an impact, we might actually be top four in the West, like we would have been last year had we not had half the team out for like six weeks. Um, so yes, my expectations were probably too high because I was basing it off of how we played last year under a different coach. You, what do you think is the biggest issue for the Mavs right now? What's the reason why they're they're? I mean, they've lost seven of their last nine. If you're listening to this on, on Monday, what's your thoughts on, on what the big issue is? Um, shooting. I mean, of course Fair. that's, uh, that's the one we can help the least as uh, Isaac pointed out, but 
but yeah, I mean, they just can't hit the broadside of a barn for the most part. And that's why we're losing. You mentioned earlier about, um, about coaching. What have you thought about Jason Kidd so far as a coach and just comparing him to Rick Carlisle after having Rick Carlisle for so long as a coach? Uh, it's, it's almost impossible to assess because we're not there with them. So we don't exactly know what's going on, but I think from a 10,000 foot view, um, the vibes don't seem immaculate. Great <laughs> uh, vibes, great vibes. Yeah, I just I, I don't get the the sense that um, they really know what they're doing. Or the Mavericks do the coaching that. staff just in general. Yeah, like they don't know how to handle what they have, and I don't know if they really uh, have the answers at the current moment. So you're saying that uh, so I want to you know be able to touch the car that Jason Kidd is is coming in and he wanted to touch the car and he doesn't know what kind of car he has it's too much of a, it's too much car for him at this point yeah he's like doesn't know which side of the car he's supposed to sit on and stuff yeah <laughs> I, uh, yeah I'm not sure not sure what to make of him yet but um, he's definitely not Rick. Were you coming into coming into the Jason Kidd experience? Were you sold? Were you like, okay, I, I can see how this can be a fit, or were you just not for it at the beginning? Because it's interesting to see how people have changed their view of Jason Kidd. Either either they were kind of for it, and now it just seems like they're against it because Mavs aren't doing well, or you know they were excited about Jason Kidd and and maybe are you know the opposite now. I was. Um... I was not super upset about it. Now, I thought at the end of the day, I thought it was just lazy. I thought it was a lazy coaching hire because it was like, let's just get the guy that's around and who has done this a couple of times to middling success. Um, Yeah, I just didn't think it was very like very much thinking outside of the box going on with the kid hire. Sure. It was a guy that had been around the Mavs organization for a long time and he was, a, he was a player there, and he won a title there. and Yeah, and he probably had Cuban's ear for a while. And Apparently, yeah. Cuban's ear is a really valuable commodity if you want in the Mavs organization. Um, some might say too much, yes. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this whole idea of Mark Cuban addressing Mavs Twitter as a thing and have uh, you know the, the Mavs Twitter account actually calling out Mavs Twitter by saying, look, you got Moses Brown. You can finally chill out because Moses Brown got one start. Or Jason Kidd even addressing Mavs Twitter when he announced that Moses Brown was going to start. What's your thoughts on that as you know, one of the reasons why I brought three, three fans on? It's three fans from Twitter to, to talk about this whole situation and the Mavs you know, addressing the fans in Mavs Twitter as a whole group. I uh, I think to put it bluntly, it's a I think it's kind of immature. I think it's like, you know, you're the professional being paid uh, a lot to be a professional and not care about what the masses are saying. Um, now, granted, I do my fair share of uh, bitching on Twitter, like most people in the Mavs land do, as we do. Uh, but they shouldn't be listening to it as much as they are. It sounds like. What do you what do you think are the things that are getting to them? What are the things that people are complaining about that you think gets to them? I mean, it's just like whatever player isn't playing, that's the reason why we're losing. <laughs> Who's the player right now that you feel you personally feel, man, if that guy played more, maybe, maybe the Mavs would win? Because it does yeah, seem like there's always one guy. From from week to week, it goes from Moses to Josh. Now, <laughs> I'm still a little bit on Josh Island. Okay. Somebody's got to be there. There's yeah, real estate I'm, to be I'm had. Still there. I'm still kind of there. A lot of fans have, have left the island, but I'll remain at least for another uh, 40 games or so. We'll What's see. the biggest issue that, you know, quote unquote Mavs Twitter is asking for or is demanding that the Mavericks aren't giving them? 
new players. You just want new players. You just want them out. Is there anybody you want out that you're like, all right, I'm done with this guy. Bring in something, somebody new. Yes. And this is going to like really make people mad. And it's a, kind of spicy, but I'm kind of over Dorian. Ooh. I know, I know. It's really Just bad. I, think, I, don't, I don't think you're alone in that. I, I read a lot of, you know, Reddit and Facebook and all kinds of comment sections. It seems like people are done with him too. Yeah, I mean, he is a great offensive rebounder. <laughs> um, right? I, I, I got to give you the ding. Ding. That's Isaac's but I just can't. I can't watch him brick another open three again. It's just like... It just pains me at this point. Um, but, you know, good on him for for being an undrafted free agent and figuring it out. Is there any other take you just want to get off your chest right now about the Mavs? Is there something that's annoying you or frustrating you that you just got to get off your chest? Uh, nothing in particular. I think, I think, like most people, if I'm watching the same five guys start next year, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> Bring in a new starter. Would you demand one start, one new starter? Two, if it's one new starter, are you okay? Like Reggie Bullock starts. We need at least two. It can't be. It can't be Dwight Powell, Dorian, Thj, KP, <laughs> Luke again. It's just no more. There you go. Uh, Smurf, appreciate you jumping on with me. Thanks, Nick. All right, coming up, we're going to talk to one of the leaders, in my opinion, of Mavs Twitter, Ruben, aka Reddit Mavs. We're going to talk to him about. The comments Mark Cuban made about Mavs Twitter and what is his expectations going into the season? How have they changed from a fan's perspective? How has it changed so far for him? And see if you agree with him coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Truebill. Truebill is what you need right now. If you have so many subscriptions that you can't keep track of it, there's a subscription for your dog, there's subscriptions for yourself, there's subscriptions that you get on, on behalf of other people. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. How many of us couldn't use $720 more this year, all of us, because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. If you always wanted to order somebody around and say, go get my things for me, go cancel this for me, go cancel my subscription. You can do that with Truebill. Their concierge is there for you. So don't fall for the scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Also want to tell you about Theragun. If you got stress, maybe it's from all those subscriptions that you've got. But if you have stress that weighs on your daily life, if it's the Mavericks, every time somebody airballs a three, just a little like twinge, I can I can just see some of you that there's a twinge in your muscles just hits you. If you have that, Theragun is the thing for you to help that to help like get out those knots, to get out the Mavs Miss Threes knots that you have. It's a handheld percussive device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of speed, power, and depth. It's as quiet as an electric toothbrush, and the Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good, it gets to the source of pain by releasing tension. So try the Theragun for 30 days, starting at only $199. Go to therabody.com slash lockdown right now. Get your Gen 4 Theragun today, and you can try it free. Go Go to therabody.com slash locked on, therabody.com slash locked on. All right, now welcome in Ruben, aka Reddit Mavs on Twitter. Nefarious? Notorious? Which one would you rather be called? Uh, nefarious sounds real bad. I think Notorious would <laughs> be. <laughs> but like like Michael Jackson's song Bad, like turned the word bad into like oh, being yeah, a good thing, a good right? Thing. So maybe yeah. like, you know, Nefarious yeah. is, is 
can we can turn we can, we can turn it around we rebrand it right yeah oh absolutely uh bring it in reddit maps one of the voices i think of, Ma- of the maps fan base whenever people say you know maps twitter I, it's one of the first names that comes up is is your name so i wanted to get your opinion on what did you expect from this Mavs season so far like coming into the season what did you expect this team to be uh man you know honestly like and i'm more of a homer than i think a lot of people are sometimes and uh, I was like top four, top four seed, you know, probably in that fourth spot. Like, I don't think I felt like there were teams that actually aren't doing very good right now that would have been, you know, like above us. Um, you know, I know we're kind of falling in sands right now, but at the time I was like, okay, top four seed, you know, KP, KP having his you know first, you know, healthy off season forever. Luca would, you know, get in that second gear or that, you know, that new gear. Um, Jalen, I thought Jalen Brunson, which he has been for the most part, you know, has kind of, you know, ascended a little bit into a more, uh, you know, kind of the guys I feel comfortable for the most part being uh, in a, you know, in the closing lineup and stuff like that. I thought, you know, Reggie Bullock and having Sterling Brown would be like great additions and stuff like that. So, yeah, I definitely had us in the top, like in the top four seat. I, I felt pretty good about it. So. so it's coming in. I mean, that's about what I felt, too. I mean, all those yeah. things I think are, are valid coming in, expecting, you know, being optimistic, thinking that things would, would go up, especially from the you know fan perspective, being a fan. But what what changed so far? What has changed so far? You were all right. Mavs can be top four. I'm feeling good about this team. Everybody's going to take a step forward. Now, where are you? Because there's a couple of names you mentioned there where you're like, well, I thought Reggie Bullock would do yeah. this. What, yeah. What, so, what has changed your expectations and what are they right now? Um, I mean, just like we, we're not hitting shots. Like I know I've seen that, you know, that stat where it's like we're like one of the best ones in the league to, you know, uh, have open shots and we're just not hitting anything. You know, like you brought in Reggie Bullock to be like one of those guys that would just like hit open shots and just hasn't done it. You know, I haven't looked at the stats in a couple of days. So I don't even want to look, but, uh, you know, <laughs> you're just avoiding um, the stats. Cause you yeah, don't want to see them right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'll see them. I, can res- like, I think I can respect that. Yeah. It's like, I'll see them on my timeline. I'm like, no, I, I'll look at it real quick. I'm like, okay, let me just like forget about this. <laughs> um, you know, Sterling Brown obviously was kind of, I felt he was brought in to kind of be like almost like a Reggie Bullock backup almost where it's like, he can kind of do the same stuff. Yeah. Except in a, a lesser capacity. And he just, even his like lesser capacity, he hasn't been able to hit, you know, any the 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 marks that he did last year. Um obviously in another another limited role. Um, you know, uh Kristoff's being Kristoff's being hurt has been kind of weird just because it's like, oh man, like you had a full healthy offseason and now it's like, well, you know, not so much, you know, like he's already missed a ton of games this this uh this season. And obviously when Luca goes down, the entire machine breaks down. So it's just like you know, and he's been out. He's been out a few times this year already. So that's the first time I've had to do the the Christoph Porzingis had a full healthy offseason drink, take a drink yeah. bit in yeah. uh, in weeks. I think we haven't yeah. we haven't mentioned that because it's been weird. He's he's all of a sudden been out. He's probable for the you know the Nets game coming up on Tuesday. If you guys listen to watching this, but what have you what what's your take on Porzingis' season so far? Have you been disappointed by it? Have you uh, uh, you know? So I've uh, the only times I've been disappointed is because he's been out. You know. I feel like he's been getting into his groove a little bit more. Um, he looks a lot more mobile, <laughs> especially yeah. compared to last year. Right. Uh, when he's on the when he's on the court anyway, he looks a lot more mobile. And uh, I'm hoping I'm not jinxing that, but uh, I'll knock <laughs> on some wood. But uh, you know, like he just he's looked better out there. Like I feel like they are giving him more of the post more more of the touches that he wants. And like sometimes, yeah, it is frustrating when he's going up against like someone who's like a foot shorter than him, and he still can't like you know, get to the basket. It's almost like he kind of, just, he still does that whole thing where he's like fading away. stuff like that. I'm like, dude, like you're literally a, a foot taller. Like just go to the basket, please. Like, right. 
but I also think that's more of a mental thing where it's like, you know, he's been hurt, you know, like those, those are times where he's been hurt going to the basket. So I feel like a little bit, a little bit that is a little more mental, but obviously like I'm at that point, I'm a, I'm a armchair analyst, you know, and it's like, okay, Aren't like, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, like I, I could say that, but also it's like, ah, like, you know, maybe I shouldn't like, you know, think I know exactly like what's going on all the time and stuff like that. So. There's been a couple of instances this season, and this is one reason I wanted to get a bunch of fans on today, is that, especially fans from Ma- from Mavs Twitter, where Mark Cuban has specifically mentioned Mavs Twitter, or Mavs Twitter, or uh, the Mavericks Twitter account has mentioned Mavs Twitter, you can finally got Moses Brown, you can chill out, or yeah. uh, Jason Kidd mentions Mavs Twitter. What do you think about Mavs Twitter being lumped in as like this, just this group, this kind of portrayed as an angry mob basically this, of yeah. demanding these things and what things are you demanding if you are uh this monolith uh, <laughs> um <laughs> it seems uh, like that though it's it's become yeah. a character like even the maps twitter account tweeted about it it's interesting it's really interesting hearing about this uh like kind of seeing it happen live and i'm like oh this is interesting like we really aren't you know and i know like back in the day cuban was always oh like you know twitter twitter blah blah and uh it's interesting that like now it's like, okay, now we've become like almost like this weird force of just like chaos where it's like, you know, like, you know, there's so many different, like so many different like personalities. Like there's me, there's some new guy, Mavs burner, who's been posting these videos, like these like lip sync videos. And it sounds like there's one of like cookie monster and like some other stuff. And I'm like, it's basically like Mavs Twitter being angry. And I'm like, well, that's hilarious. You know, like, uh, but, uh, I don't know, man. Like it's, it's, it's just, it's been a, it's it's almost flattering because it's like okay like you guys sure, do read right. our tweets you know you guys do see our tweets you guys like you know like i think a while back someone was like oh like i think Jalen bunch responded to me and someone went to my dms and was like it's hilarious that i think people have like the team has seen your tweets and i'm like that's <laughs> cool i'm like that's cool you know like yeah so so they see when i get mad you know at at whoever i'm sure like as a as a professional and as like a you know as a athlete like they're not putting much stock into that, you know, like I, I peaked in like what uh, JV ba- baseball when I was like 15, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, I'm not like, I did not even the same sport, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it is interesting. And uh, I'm like, I don't want them to think that we're being antagonistic all the time, you know, like, mm. you know, there are people who are like, will give props when props are due. Like I will be like, Oh, like, great play or like that was a good idea like i have the thing where it's like when someone throws a basketball off the defender and it goes out of bounds it's like that's a very vet savvy move like that was awesome good job keep doing that like (laughs) that's super smart um but yeah like it's just interesting kind of see like where like where maps twitter was like before like we kind of blew up to like where it is now because like you can even look back at like when like uh like 2011 2010 like Mavs Twitter wasn't a thing. Like I was on it on my personal account and it wasn't very active, you know, like there's maybe a tweet here or there, like whatever. And now it's just like constant. Like I will tweet something and I'll like not look at my phone for like two hours. And all of a sudden I have like 30 notifications when I get back and I'm like, Oh crap. Like <laughs> what, what happened? Who said what, 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 I new, do? <laughs> what yeah. new member of Mavs Twitter has just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah. What, what are the things that, that so you say it, it's portrayed as like this angry mob, this monolith like mentality. What are the things that you think Mavs Twitter is demanding from the Mavericks that they're not getting right now? Uh, I mean, I think most, it's not really towards the players. I think, I think it's mostly towards like the front office and just being like, Hey, like 
obviously we can't get turned back time. Like, you know, 2020 happened, you know, like the, you know, uh, draft draft and everything. And then 2019, like, you know, the draft, you know, the free agency class and all that stuff. Even like this past class where I was like, oh man, there's a bunch of guys that I personally was like, and most of the guys are now on the bulls, but there's a lot of guys that were, <laughs> there's a lot of guys where yeah, I was right. like, a lot of guys were, I, I'd like that guy, you know, I like that guy on the team. Um, I think it's mostly towards the front office just being like, Hey, like, please, please get yourself together. And please, like, like I tweeted the other day, I was like, I don't envy Nico's job, Nico Harrison's job. Like, I don't envy at all. Like, this is going to be a really weird offseason, I think, for everyone, because we don't know what to expect. I think, like, with the old regime, like, we kind of knew, like, what's going to happen and what's not. Um, and Nico's just, he's he's a, he's an unknown uh, commodity at this point, you know, in terms of, like, being a GM. So, I mean, I guess we'll see. <laughs> Um, I think a lot of it's just I think a lot of what Mavs Twitter wants is just it's more geared towards the front office. Like I don't fault any of the players, you know, like I'm very pro player, like, you know, get your money, like do you know, like yeah, totally fine with that. You know, like, you know, I would rather like it's great if they do well. If they do bad, it's like, oh well, you know, it happens. But for me personally, it's not towards the players, it's towards the front office, you know. So if so. Brunson gets a max this offseason, you're you're all for it. Yeah, I'm like, hey, dude, like, <laughs> go whatever, hey, go get, get your, your money. money. Yeah, like, you know, like, if it's with us, great. Somehow, if it's with someone else, hey, man, like, you earned it at that Ru- point, you know. Ruben, a.k.a. Reddit Maps, one of the best follows on Maps Twitter. He is uh, maybe the, the leader of Maps Twitter at this point. I don't know. If they, I don't know if they have a leader. Kirk may be no. up there. Kirk's been there the longest. Yeah, Kirk has been there the longest. Uh, I don't want that responsibility at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, You're, okay, the Jon Snow of Maps Twitter. Is, yeah, is, is yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't want any of that responsibility. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, there you go. Go follow him on Mavs Twitter, guys. Thanks so much for uh, for hanging out with us. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. Coming up, we're going to talk to Mavs Marie, another member of the Mavs, uh, the Mavs Twitter army, about all the things we just talked about, the expectations for the Mavericks. Have they changed? And she has some thoughts on the Mavs center rotation you're going to want to hear. So we'll talk to her coming up. But before we do, you listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. We tell you all about the Mavs. We talk about what the fans are feeling, what the front office is feeling, what everybody is, is talking about listening. That's why you listen to us. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money because with Boost, you get the power of free 5G phones. You can listen to all of our latest episodes. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so you, your family can harness all the brain power. So you got the pod power, the phone power, the brain power. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks. So you can do it all at the speed of 5G. And with all that money you'll save and that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful could you become switch to boost mobile and find out get a free samsung galaxy 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 a32 5g when you switch to one of america's largest 5g networks go check it out free phone limited to new customers and one line uh additional additional restrictions apply offer coverage not available everywhere or for all phones networks see boostmobile.com for details all right, now joining me, another member of Mavs Twitter, the Mavs Twitter army, I guess. Mavs Marie, you can follow her on Twitter at Mavs Marie. Been a Mavs fan for a long time. Mavs Marie, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm super stoked to talk about the Mavs for 10 minutes of my day. It's a good <laughs> good uh, stress relief. <laughs> the Mavs are a stress relief for you right now. Tell me more about that because I, I'm not Ugh. sure that the Mavericks are relieving anybody's stress at the moment. They're not, but like if it's something other than like your normal day to day work, then I mean, it's in one way it is a stress relief, but it has been, I mean, 
going into this season, we were all amped, especially when they went like undefeated in preseason. We were all like, oh, this is it. You know, they're they're talking the talk. They're walking the walk. We're pumped. And then like these games that we've been watching, I mean, the past, what, 20, 21 games we've had so far. You said these, it's these just, games. It's like you're offended by them. <laughs> I, well, I am because it's like. Where, where where's the team from preseason when we saw this like energy and fun and like I we love the chemistry and like yes the chemistry is still there I feel like but right now like the energy has just like dropped and it's nowhere to be found and so that's kind of been a pretty big disappointment and I know a lot of um I know a lot of people aren't exactly looking forward to games anymore, which I don't think I'm one of those people too. Like, I don't think I've ever not looked forward to a Mavs game. Like I've always wanted to watch them play. And now it's just kind of like, okay, (laughs) let's, if we do watch them play, like, let's hope they win. But it's just, you get so frustrated when they don't do what you expected. What do you think is the biggest issue for the Mavs right now? What is the thing that maybe it frustrates you the most or the reason why you think that they're, they've taken this slide recently? I really think it's the energy and, you know, part of me wants to be optimistic, like shout out optimist bibs. <laughs> <laughs> um, part of me really wants to be reasonable and be like, you know what it is like Jason Kidd said, it's a new scheme. They're not used to playing defense. Now all of a sudden they're like hustling on defense and it has been better. And it's this whole new, I mean, they've been used to Rick Carlisle and kind of his madness. And now they have to get used to a whole nother coach. And like, there's this part of me that wants to be reasonable and wants me, wants me to be like, you know, get on board. You have to be patient with them. And then I'm just like, I watch them play and I'm like, you're not even giving the new scheme energy. Like it's just, it's so frustrating. And there are games like a couple games ago when it was against the Pelicans, their first one of the back-to-back. And I mean, that's the team we know and love. And all of a sudden they lost to them the next couple days. So it's just, that's frustrating to see. Like you've done it once, why can't you do it again? So you think so it, it comes down to effort? Yeah, I think it comes down to energy, effort, and consistency. I mean, that's something that, the Mavs have really struggled with over the years consistency. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They they come in and you, one game they look completely different than than the next game. It seems with this Mavs. Yeah, team, they is... hustle you. They literally hustle you. It's a toxic <laughs> relationship because one day they are perfect and you're falling in love, ready to commit, and the next it's like, I need to get out of this relationship or I'm going to be stuck in a never ending pattern. <laughs> what's what's your relationship status with the Mavs right now? Where what what part of the, the if if it's going to be a pattern like you said, if it's a cycle, where are you in the cycle? Uh in the cycle I'm definitely cautious because I mean this is a team I've known for 15 years of my life and it's always been something that I looked forward to and enjoyed and I I want I want to give them like my time and attention and my love but I'm just I'm so cautious because I put so much emotional energy in this team <laughs> and I get angry and my right. boyfriend is like I don't want to be around you when they lose and I'm like I don't want to be around them either. <laughs> but you so, just keep coming back, right? Cuz it's it's what a fan yeah, does. You just I ca- I can't get enough of them. It's yeah, I'm stuck. So you So pro- I think cautious is the right word. 
you're part of Mavs Twitter. Uh, I have you in, yes. I think, in my Mavs like like list of, on Twitter that I have. And um, Mark Cuban, Jason Kidd, even the the Mavs Twitter account themselves have have referred to Mavs Twitter as a thing. Mark Cuban sort of blaming Mavs Twitter for things. Jason Kidd saying that, well, we're gonna start Moses Brown now because of Ma- you know Mavs Twitter finally gets what they want and all this. What are yeah. your thoughts on on the the franchise, the organization actually addressing Mavs Twitter as if it's this this army, this group of fans? Oh. <laughs> well. It's funny that we literally live rent-free in their mind. Like, we are at the back of their minds. They know. And it's funny because we are the fans. Like, we sit with them each and every night. We see how they're playing. Like, we're right there with them. And for them to be listening to us, it's like, I mean, we're I'm honored that <laughs> you see our tweets and, like, you recognize that uh, we are caring loudly, as I say. Um, we are very loud with our opinions, but they need to be heard. We are. I, we we see we see it almost every other night. Like things need to be changed. Like this roster, it's incomplete in different ways. You know, especially with people, excuse me, being injured and you know, COVID being up and around still, like you never know what's going to happen with this roster. So having, having it built correctly and then seeing our tweets and kind of just like ignoring us or being passive aggressive in a way, it's just kind of like, we're part of this equation too. So for them to kind of disrespect us like that, I mean, we do disrespect them. (laughs) I mean, mean, at least you can admit, right. It's, it's, it's it's a two way street, but yeah, there's a, there's a fan and then there's the, the organization, right? The organization that wouldn't live without yeah. the fans. There's It's like the whole eternity. It's the fans, <laughs> it's the team, and it's the front office. Mm. And I like to think Mavs Twitter and the fans are God. So <laughs> <laughs> at least we should be. Does that make Nico <laughs> Jesus or Luca Jesus? I can't. Oh, uh, yeah. The metaphor, <laughs> then, I think, got away from me. <laughs> and then Luca's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> what? What are fans asking for? What is the thing that you feel disrespected by or feel like you're asking for that the the Mavs organization isn't giving? I think we really need, um, if you're talking, if if you're kind of talking about roster and what we're asking from, I think we, we definitely need a second playmaker. I mean, when you, I, this is something I've noticed is like when KP and Luca are out, you don't really have anyone strong enough to carry the team. And so it's just kind of like chaos, you know, Tim's not really there yet. I feel like Jalen, he's getting there, but he's not there yet. And we just need a solid veteran. That's not Dwight Powell. (laughs) That can like, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) That can really carry the team when KP and Luca are gone, you know? And I feel like, I really feel like Goran Dragic could really be that missing mm-hmm. link, especially because he can put Luca, Luca in his place since they have that friendship. I think he can really step in as a veteran role. He knows the playmaking side. He's willing to come off the bench just to play with Luca again. And I think if they add that piece, I think that's a step in the right direction. And then the obvious most obvious pain is just the center issue. Obviously. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I physically 
get ill when I see Willie Colley sign on the court. I mean, I'm sure he's a cool dude. He's got a great Instagram going. <laughs> Maybe he can run the Mavs Twitter. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, amazing. Go follow Mavs Marie on Twitter. Great stuff all the time. And uh, yeah, hopefully you'll uh, reconcile with the Mavs and your relationship will go, oh, go back will. to the honeymoon phase again. <laughs> we will at some point. I mean, we've we've got 60 more games to go. <laughs> that just like, that gave anxiety to think half the listeners right now. Just half, half the people, you said 60 more games and they just, a pit just dropped in their stomach. <laughs> Thank you. 60 chances. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Thanks so much. Of course, thank you.